It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex. I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what is up? Hello. Um... What's been uh, what's been going on with you, man? We've <laughs> already done this, so yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so today I taught a class on photography, which was mm-hmm. fun for me uh, and for my one participant. <laughs> and uh, so it was just I, you and one other person. Yeah, just had one person that showed up in the class today. Was that awkward at all? Well, I guess actually, too. Um, there was one the lady that works for the museum brought her like little sister from big brother, little sisters, whatever, big brother, big sisters. And, uh, so she was there and this other lady, but yes, it's extremely awkward. Talking to a crowd is way easier than talking to two people. Um, but it was a quick class and that was fine. And then I went and saw some artwork that I put up in Vernon at this weird wine walk or a bunch of, drunk racist people walking around so so was it there originally was this art made for that specific place or was it is it like a it was at one show and then it's just sort of traveling yeah well some art some some art sets usually go from different venues yeah so they contacted me because they found me on this website uh the alliance for arts and culture website and asked if i wanted to submit anything I got some photos printed and just hung them up. They're already, I brought them back with me. So it was just for oh, today. Nice. nice. I, I thought that they may have saw your, um, they saw that your political correct art exhibit and they were like, oh, oh. boy, we love all of that. And they like yeah. misinterpreted what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. No, not that. <laughs> you want to bring, all, bring that down, down to burn it. I think belongs. we need to have that. You mind if we have a cross burning with that? <laughs> Vernon's not that bad. Uh, it's, not that great either. Yeah, I feel like Vernon isn't horrible uh, among towns like that that we have yeah. around here. Yeah, I've hung out uh, many of nights in Vernon. One of our good friends is from Vernon. and um, Yeah, it's not like, the best place. It's not stay the inside place. after dark. <laughs> yeah, don't go to certain parts of town. But they had some killer hole-in-the-wall restaurants that are absolutely holes in the wall. Very right. small. Um. Bevo's or whatever. Go to Bevo's. I, I like Bevo's. They also have this uh, chicken tender place that is just insane. It's so good. And it's just like this little bit. It looks like it's a closed down building. Probably no health. Tons of health code violations. Probably not. They're not supposed to cook food in there. <laughs> yeah. I love it, though. Those they, are sometimes those are the best food places. Yeah, that's true. They use grease out of people's <laughs> transmission you know, whatever. <laughs> or they just could use the same continuous grease for like 20 years. They never change it out. Oh, that really makes it good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep that flavor, flavor saver. Um, it's good to talk to you. I feel like I haven't, you've been busy, so I haven't really talked to you that this much this past week. Uh, yeah, I think we both have. Yeah. Yeah. You can blame no, it on me, but that's fine. I'm not busy. I'm not busy, man. <laughs> I'm not a busy guy. Whatever. <laughs> I, um, yeah, this past week has been... It's been okay. Not much has gone on. I didn't get to go to the comic book shop because I've been staying up later than usual, which is saying something for me because I stay up pretty late, but I've been staying up working on 
school stuff just because I try not to do a ton of school work when I'm here with the kids. I pick the kids up from school and I try not to be like stuck at the computer while they're here. So I wait till they go to sleep to, to work on stuff. Yeah. So I've just been like, whew, dying during the day, but it'll all be worth it one day when I, uh, am dead from <laughs> exhaustion. <laughs> it'll all be worth it when I'm not here anymore. Oh man. Yeah. My wife, um, they had offered her an extension like, Hey, we want you to stay for two more weeks. And she went ahead and took it. So it'll be even longer until I see my wife again. Damn doc. So that'll be fun. But that's life, man. Welcome to the real world guys. If you're a kid and you're listening to this, never grow up. Yeah. Don't. There was somebody, one of the little girl that was in my class. She was like, Talking about, oh yeah, I don't have to pay bills now, so it's like, son of a bitch, son of a bitch. Oh yeah, that's enough for my stressful blight. Life's good though. I didn't go to the comic book shop, which is throwing my week off because I haven't read anything new. So, whatever. First world problems. Some people can't eat in the world, so that's I guess true. I should just STFU. <laughs> Let's talk about some trending topics. <laughs> uh, first off, the docket is Nintendo Direct. I didn't watch it. I don't know what I was doing. Was it Friday? It was Thursday, I believe. But it kind of it, it was like in the middle of the day. It was at four o'clock. Okay, yeah. So if it was Thursday, I was in class while it was going on because I have class all day Thursday. Yeah. Um. So, so that, can you give me a rundown? Yes, I have a rundown pulled up to give you yeah, that rundown. rundown. Yes. All right. So uh, there were a couple. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I hate interrupting. I really do. Even though I know I do it all the time. But it just reminds me of that episode of The Office where Idris Elba (laughs) is there. And he's like, hey, Jim, can you give me that rundown by the end of the day? And he's just like, like, because I work like that in the real world. And I I just remember being in like that kind of professional setting. I would be the same way. I'd be like, yeah, for sure. I could do that. And then go to my desk and just sitting there like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, Instead yeah. of asking, I would right. just like suffer all day trying to figure it out on my own. And he like goes into the, into, into the conference room. And he's like, Hey, so, um, on that uh, why don't you, yeah. Why don't you tell me how you do it? He's just like, just a typical rundown. He's like, okay. So how I, how I generally do it. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, you fucking suck. <laughs> I don't know why that just that yeah. just made me think of that. Sorry, <laughs> no, so stupid. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, every time I say the word rundown, I think about that. So I'm with you. Um, oh, so man. there are a couple of big first party announcements. I guess big. Um, they are making a new Kirby game, and it's going to be like open world. Not open world. It's probably going to be like Odyssey, Mario Odyssey. Open world scares me now. Like when they say things are open world, it kind of scares well, me. Well, and they don't even say that. I mean, it's going to be. I think like it's going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be level based, but that I don't know. Cool. It could be. It's called Forgotten Land, so who knows? There was a there was a Kirby game on probably the only uh, there was like, like a Game Boy Advance Kirby game I played, but there was a game there was a Kirby game on Super Nintendo. I can't remember what it was called, but it was so good. Yeah. It was one of the best games I've played on Super Nintendo. What was it? Um, is it Kirby's Dreamland? I don't know, but you could play with you could it was multiplayer and you can play like uh, the sword guy and you can play as the wizard or you could play as Kirby. Huh. And Kirby could just absorb whoever he whoever in the map. 
I always liked the 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 crystal shards on N sixty four where you could like combine the powers. So you could get the sword guy and the laser guy and make a lightsaber. Oh damn. See I've never played that. That sounds awesome though. Well you're in luck because <laughs> on top of that, um they are making a new um tier for the Nintendo Switch Online mm-hmm. where they have N sixty four games and Sega games, Sega Genesis games. Does it cost more? Um, yes, but considering that the other one is only twenty dollars a year. Oh, okay. That's I'm so uh, irresponsible with money. I I'm so glad that I'm married. (laughs) It's like (laughs) it's just one of those things that I just pay for it. I have no idea. If someone asks me how, hey, like, how much do you pay for Nintendo Online every month? I would say I have no idea. Yeah. Well, and so it sneaks up on me too because it's not enough to really worry about. Yeah, again, it's once a year. People, yeah. people can't eat, but I'm like, yeah, twenty dollars. <laughs> um, but the same thing with a PlayStation Network thing. Like that's it's like sixty dollars, right? It's not enough to. And I really, really, if you are less fortunate in the world and you listen to this podcast, please stop because we are like whiny children about things. We just are about well, things that we waste money on. It's like once a year and it's basically the price of a game. So it's not like a yeah. huge deal. But it's not it, a huge deal. But like at the same time, like I'll just be sitting there and you'll you'll just maybe if you're looking at your bank account or you just see it, it's just like sixty dollars is big enough to notice like what yeah, the fuck like, is that? What? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so that's kind of neat. Uh they will have like some games that I don't even remember being in the US. They'll have uh like the F Zero game that was on sixty four. Oh no, oh. I never played that. Both Zelda games on 64, Banjo-Kazooie, stuff like that. The, the Sega Genesis collection is interesting that they're putting that, but, you know, cool, whatever. Yeah, so it's you get <laughs> Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah, and it's called likeness. And <laughs> I hate Nintendo, but uh, just the way they do stuff. It's like Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Online plus Expansion Pass. It's like, just make it another <laughs> tier, you know, whatever. Yeah. Or just call it the same thing. Or just say, we're raising the price, but we're giving you GameCube and N64 yeah. games. But, of course... Man, that's what I'm waiting for. You, they're going to do it to the GameCube. Uh, yeah, maybe, but they're also still releasing GameCube games. Like, I imagine... What? I, I mean, not currently, but, like, they just remade Mario Sunshine for that three-pack. I know they're going to make, at some point, they've already made the... Uh, Zelda Wind Waker for the Wii U, so they're just going to port that shit eventually. Yeah, I imagine they would do a complete re not remaster. What's it was remastered. I mean, remasters is touching up, and remake is where they completely rework it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they remastered it. Um, I would imagine they would do all remaster all of them. They need to release. I say need. It's not like I'm going to go out and rush out and buy them, but I would love to see. them release twilight princess and and uh wind waker on the switch anyway so i don't know I've if never we'll i've again. never beat any of those games breath wind of the Wakers. wild is the breath of the wild is the only zelda game i've ever beaten and i've played pretty much all of them it's also very hard to go back uh yeah. once you've once you've played those games let's see so um bayonetta Got another reveal uh, trailer, <clears throat> which is badass Bayonetta three. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited! Did they do about a remaster of those for Switch? Yeah, 
I want I need to get those because I've always I just I always wanted to play those and you know there's sometimes you just never get around to playing games. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one of the ones I never got around to playing, but I do like that style because it reminds me of uh, Devil May Cry, yeah, like I mean, hack and slash. So I, I love, I love that style of game. Uh, those developers moved over. Uh, what is it, Hideki Kamiya? He moved mm-hmm. over from Devil May Cry. So um, yeah, so if I were you, see if you can find Bayonetta One on like the two pack that you can get on PlayStation Four, because uh-huh. you can probably get that cheaper. And then get Bayonetta two. Of course, you can okay. get a two pack, like with a uh, with a downloadable code. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> Bayonetta two was the one that was strictly on the Wii U. So, mm. uh, okay. Splatoon three. Uh, Never new, played that one either. Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, a big, huge announcement! Big, 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 big deal. Uh, Chocobo GP, <laughs> Final Fantasy. Cart racer, stupid. They look dumb. There's a chocobo in the Final Fantasy VII, the original game. There's a chocobo racing level, and it was the it was the hardest thing ever. Yeah, you had to like breed your chocobo, and you had to have the specific items to breed one that would win. It was like I hate it. I hate shit like that, man. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see chickens having sex. Yeah, you have to make these chickens fuck, and you have to watch it like <laughs> these weird polygon chickens because it's PlayStation One. Right. <laughs> you know the graphics are terrible. Um, yeah, not so, that I want to see high definition. Yeah, where's <laughs> giant the high def? Giant yeah. chickens fucking. I thought this was 2021, man. Yeah, someone's gonna leave a review like, man, these guys are fucking perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Dread is coming out next month. That's exciting. It's another two day two D Metroid. I think it's going to be like I think it's going to be like Fusion. Kind of, there are these things that kind of hunt you down. So you're super powerful, but there's still something more powerful than you. Mm. Uh, And that's about it. Other than that, they revealed the casting for the movie, the Super Mario movie, coming out Uh next year. And I do have that. I do have that in the notes. Very on brand. I did see that. Um, okay, let, let me. I didn't. Okay, like I said, I was in class all day. I get out of class and I, you know, I scroll the internet to see what's going on. Uh, I see that they released the cast, and I'm like, this is obviously a joke. Like you know, you see jokes <laughs> like this all the time. Yeah, this is obviously a joke, and this is like the most. Like, if that was going to be a joke, it was definitely that Mario casting. So, as part of the Nintendo Direct event, like Simon said, the cast of the Super Mario Bros. movie by Nintendo and Illumination was revealed. Now, I like Illumination movies. I think they they knock it out of the park. Most of the time. 99.9% yeah. of the time. I mean, they're I love all the uh, fucking... What's the movies? I love them so much I don't remember their name. Despicable Me. Despicable Me movies are so good, in my opinion. Um, but here's the cast. It's headlined by Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, Jack Black as Bowser. We have other characters like Luigi, played by Charlie Day, <laughs> Toad by Keegan-Michael Key, Donkey Kong's in this movie, uh, Seth Rogen. I actually like that one. I, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about what yeah. we like and what we don't like afterwards. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong, Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek, Sebastian Maniscalco, Maniscalco as Spike, and Maniscalco. Charles Marinette in a special cameo role. It's probably going to be 
I don't know. I have no idea. It's not Mario's uncle. It's sad that they didn't just make it, but I guess he only says like three lines, so it wouldn't really work out. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think of the casting? I want to know what your opinion is on this casting. Honestly, so Charlie Day, great. I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's great. Luigi has always had a higher voice, in my opinion. I get well, no, not really, but I guess anyway. Wah, um, yeah. I guess that's Waluigi. That's Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, well. I love Waluigi. Uh oh, so Mario time. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> closer to Luigi. Uh, uh, Princess Peach, I don't even care. I don't know why that yeah. lady. I mean, I, think, she's, I can't even think of her voice. She's like, so I've seen her hot in a, right now. Yeah, I can see her in a ton of things. I can't even think of her voice. She's like, so pretty when she voice. does not smile. Yeah, that's her thing. Yeah. I don't when know where her voice brings out though. those teeth. It's like, look. <laughs> that, I mean, she has nice teeth. I'm just saying it makes her face look very, very different. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm ha- actually I'm happy with that entire cast, except for Chris Pratt. I'm like, what? What the fuck is that? What in the world is that? You know, yes. he's part of that weird. He's part of that weird Hollywood church. There's like uh, Justin Bieber and like all these weird people. Are in this. <laughs> no, kidding. no, it's it's called. Uh, Zoe or something like that. It's like this weird Hollywood church that all these celebrities are part of. And I think that's why he, that's how, and this is weird conspiracy, but I'm pretty sure this is how he's getting these roles. I love, I love Chris Pratt as Andy Dwyer. I love, I love him in Mm -hmm. Parks and Recreation. He's great as Star-Lord. Yeah, Yeah, I like him as Star-Lord. But come on, man, he's not that great. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not. He was okay in Jurassic, whatever. Yeah, but I don't like. First of all, I don't like when they bring in unless they have high talent. I don't like when these when actors take voice actors roles. I've always been opposed. Yeah, and I feel like that's what they do to try to bring in like a gen more more um, general audience. You know, so like my kids really into Paw Patrol, and then. Instead of giving all the kids and like all the actors from the Paw Patrol cartoon that established this fan base of kids, they got all these big name Hollywood actors. But Kim Kardashian was in it as a voice in Paw Patrol. Like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just like I'm, I'm with you. I hate, I hate it. And they do have some like, what's that last guy that you said? He does like the Joker in the Batman. Charles Mar- Marinette. No, no, no. Mark, uh, Sebastian Mons. One more. Kevin Michael Richardson. Yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson does a lot of voices. Like I uh-huh. said, he did the Joker on the Batman. He does that kind of deeper rasp, kind of gravelier yeah. thing. Deeper but high. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through real quick. Let's uh, Chris Pratt as Mario. I don't know why. On a Anya toy. Taylor Joy as Peach. Don't really care. Jack Black as Bowser. I'm not opposed to it. I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it because I really like Jack Black. And I think he's one of those actors that can do voice acting very well because Kung Fu Panda is great. (laughs) Well, and I've also... So he played a character in Psychonauts. He played uh, in Psychonauts 2. And they, I think they digitally deepened his voice. Yeah, I couldn't even tell it was him. So 
he's genuinely like an animated character who loves shit like this. Like I, 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 that, I appreciate that. Like people that actually love things like this. Yeah. So I imagine that they, that even if they don't do that, it'd be fine, but I imagine they're going to do some kind of digital. Yeah. Charlie day is Luigi. I like Charlie day. Um, yeah. I like Luigi. I think that's fine. Keegan, Michael key as toad. I think is perfect because I don't know toad's voice. Toad goes, uh, uh, hello! <laughs> like that's his voice. <laughs> See, I'm never, I can't, I can never think of Toad's voice. So Keegan Michael Key, I think, is going to be funny. Uh, I Seth see Rogen these, is. Like- I see the levels here, and I probably just blew out everybody's eardrums. <laughs> Sorry about that. Keegan Michael Key, or yeah, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, I think, is perfect. Um, he just has that voice. That just- yeah, just don't laugh. I don't want to hear. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fred Armiston could play any role and I love it. I think he is a genius. Yeah. I mean, that guy could get on screen. I mean, I don't know why I'm such a huge Fred Armiston fan. That guy could get on camera and not say anything and I think I would cry laughing. Yeah, he's funny. I mean, he is just He's multi-talented. He's just so funny, man. We get it, dude. Damn. I love him. And I'm just like, <laughs> I lift up my shirt and has a picture of Fred Armisen's face on. I love him. I love him so much. Um, so that's perfect. And then the other guys that we named it, I don't know. So I think they cast Chris Pratt as Mario off of the basis of how successful uh, Lego Movie was. Oh, yeah. I forgot he did that voice. Okay. He was the voice, he was the voice of... Uh, if I character. forget that it's him, it's fine. Yeah. And I obviously, you know, some people are like, these aren't Italians. And it's just like, they're never, and they would get destroyed if they did these stereotypical Italian accents in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, not they only, would. it's like, dude, Italians are fucking white people. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. They're not whitewashing white people. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they would get destroyed by just, like, people that overly care about things like that if they, like, did these stereotypical, well, Mario movies, stereotyping Italians, even though Mario's been around for years, you know that it would just get destroyed. That's what they're trying to avoid. Right. Well, I mean, they had that wrestler doing it, the Super Mario Super Show or whatever, and nobody cares about that. Yeah, I'm at different times, man. <laughs> Different time. Back when you can get away with it. Uh, I don't know. I'm excited about it because yeah. it's Illumination and it's Mario. I really don't expect Nintendo to let them get away with anything that's not passable. Especially if Miyamoto's involved. Every time I read about that guy, I'm like, God, he would be terrible to work for. Yeah. It's just like crazy intimidating. Well, he'll come. So I've been listening to this podcast that talks about. Um, just like pop culture stuff. And they talk about Nintendo franchise and they say, he'll come in like you've been working on a game forever. He'll come in and be like, uh, you know, like start the star Fox that came out recently. He'll be like, you know mm-hmm. what it needs? It needs to have where you can point the lasers with this screen, <laughs> you know, and this stupid idea that just made the game destroys the play <laughs> destroys what you did <laughs> and sometimes he has these in, uh inventive ideas but then sometimes he'll just say something you know off the wall that now you have to add in like what if the character could slide through walls and then he'll just leave so <laughs> I, now you imagine have to 
I imagine that he says those things and then immediately forgets them. But then it's like so intimidating for working for him. Then the, everyone that's like working is just like, what? And yeah. Make it work. And then he's like, what the fuck is that? Why did you do that? Yeah, yeah. Like, did I say that? Remember the Thursday you came and he's like, I was drunk, man. I, yeah, I'm I don't sorry. Know. You know how old I am, man? I smoke a shit ton of opium. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. I'm I'm excited about this movie again because I, I Illumination, in my opinion, has a, a good enough track record that I don't think they would slip on something as big as Mario. Um, because that's a big... That, for me, it's a big deal. It's a big franchise to make a movie about. Shout out to the original Super Mario Bros. movie. Yeah. Bob Haskins. R.I.P. My man. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Bob Hoskins. Whatever his name Bobby is. Bobby Baskins. Yeah. Um, I Again, I like that movie. Even though it is terrible. It's bad. I'm really sad that they didn't get John Leguizamo to be in this cast at all, though. Yeah. He's great. They could give my, could give my boy to be Luigi again. Yeah, he commits, man. He ate maggots for Spawn. <laughs> And he's he's still acting. They could have got him to do it. Man. Yeah, he's like he talks. He's like Mario. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Did they? I think they confirmed that that was his real name. Yeah, though, it's right? the Mario Brothers. Yeah, Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was just for the movie that they did that back in the day. No, I mean if they're the Mario Brothers, that would mean that's their last name. Yeah, Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. Terrible. It's so dumb. <laughs> So dumb. Um, I'm excited. We'll see. We'll see. Next up on the docket, uh, DC News. DC Fandom's not here yet, folks. So as you know, uh, we don't have a lot of DC News. But today was Netflix. They had their live event called To Doom, which I I just hate that name. To Doom. I just hate that they named it that so much. (laughs) Because that's what the Netflix sound is, if you guys are out there and you you don't know. I hate that's what they named it. Um, but yeah, so we got the first teaser from the Netflix Sandman series. And Sandman is one of those books that I love, but also I've only read once. And it's also like a really, really dense read. And it will make you fall asleep. But it's one of those ones that you have to appreciate. It's funny because like it's a, all about dreams. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's the truth. Maybe it works. Yeah. It's one of those ones that it's you have to recognize its importance in the community of like comic books. Neil Gaiman is a genius. We all know that. Great book. And I'm really excited about seeing the series. So I don't know if you watched the, the teaser trailer or anything. No, I didn't see that one. I know you don't care about trailers. Well, I don't. Yeah. Who, <laughs> who, who drives trailers, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you're listening to this and you are a, a truck driver, we appreciate you. Aquaman 2 has cast three actors in supporting roles. Johnny Zhao as the original character Stingray, India Moore playing classic playing the classic Green Lantern villain Karshan, Vincent Regan playing the Atlantis ancient ruler Atlan. Was that the same guy that played in Atlan in the first one? I don't know. Who's that one? He was the king, right? That was the that he got the staff from at the end. He got staff? Staff infection. Oof. From being underwater. Yeah. Um, that None of that means anything to me because I don't know about, I don't know anything about any of those characters. 
So, yay. <laughs> but there's a Green Lantern villain in there. That's interesting. Hmm. The plot mm. thickens. I just, at this point, I think we should just be cutting off these storylines if we're moving in a new direction. Like, I don't. DC hasn't made a definitive uh, statement on what's going forward and what's staying. Like, they cut off Justice League. We're not doing that anymore. We're not messing with that franchise anymore. But they're still continuing with Aquaman. I think there's going to be a Wonder Woman 3. Like, we don't. We should be cutting these movies off, like ending them, rather than like teasing continuations. If we're not going to do the whole franchise, right? No, I yeah, one hundred percent. Rebooting Batman already because it's Batman, and you know Batman has to have a movie out every two years, or people lose the rights. Jesus, man, they need to stop with the fucking Batman movies already. I'm sorry. Well, I agree. But it's like they shouldn't have cast people that I don't know. It, it. I think that what's his name, Brad. What's his Brad. name? Brad. <laughs> was the old Batman? I forgot his Michael name. Michael Keaton. No man. Ben Matt, Affleck. Ben Affleck. That's it. Not Brad. <laughs> Affleck. Brad was. <laughs> Brad was so out there. I had no idea. I had to start. I knew it wasn't Adam West, so I had no, to start. Man, that's close action. enough. That's only Brad B. Brad <laughs> but my thing is like, you know who Ben Affleck is. I forgot. So. I forgot. Brad. I've been bad with names lately. Anyway. Brad Affleck. <laughs> if, you, if you're white, you Brad Affleck. <laughs> but anyway, um <laughs> with Ben Affleck, I thought it was pretty good, but then, you know, that that whole that franchise crapped out. So yeah. If he hadn't backed out, you know, I think it would have been fine to have him on there. Oh yeah, because he was, this was supposed to be his movie, right? That's what it was. The yeah. Batman was supposed to be made by him, and then he backed out. Right. Ah, that's right. Okay. Well, fuck you, Brad. It's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so moving on to the the company that has news always, Marvel. Hot Toys has uploaded an updated series of images on Twitter of its figure for the black and gold suit, which removes the red forearms from that suit and makes the entire thing actually work. Because that made no sense for them to keep the red in those gauntlets. Because remember, it was like the black suit and then it had the red, it had the Spider-Man red gloves still. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they they had this updated image where it's all gold. Still, still don't care for it, but it looks better than it did with the red gauntlets. I feel like it's it's supposed to be like the negative suit or something. Yeah. I don't know. You remember that? I do remember that, and it First, looks like he'll be using magic with it. So yeah, time magic. It looks like something from Prince of Persia. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that game. <laughs> yeah, I remember the movie too. Connection. Ooh, Jake, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in that. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It all makes gonna, sense now. He's going to go back in time and stop Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> from killing himself on accident. <laughs> what? What do you think about the gold suit? I've never liked it. I still yeah. don't like it. Even the gold gauntlets don't fix it for you? Nah, man. It's silly. Yeah. I, I don't silly. mind them going, you know, non-traditional, but I feel like it, there are no Spider-Man suits now that have ever been in anything. You know what I mean? 
like Except even silver, huh? Like you mean like what do you mean by that? I mean I'm talking about his Tom Holland Spider Man like the Marvel Spider Man suits for the mm-hmm. MCU. They've mm-hmm. been similar, but none of them have been classic. Yeah. Like they're not even really variations on classic suits. You know, no, well I guess no. classic the first uh, one red and blue yeah but the and then I guess one... black and red also. So the homecoming one was the closest to yeah. like a classic suit. And then his his hand his homemade suit was supposed to be like a homage to the Scarlet Spider suit. Was which, it? I guess. I mean, it had like the, the it was a homage to a man. It definitely was. Yeah, baseball socks. <laughs> it was terrible. But I agree with you. And this is not even a, a di- these are just different colors. Like I hate just alternate colors of suit. And this is just suits. This is an alternate color of his suit. Yeah. It's like it. not even a different, yeah, it's not even a different suit. It's just black and gold. Yeah, I don't know. Black and gold. Yeah, I don't no. care for it. Miss Marvel is now aiming to premiere on Disney Plus February 2022, which I feel like that makes more sense. It was supposed to come out in the fall of 2021, but there's too much going on in the fall of 2021 thanks to COVID. I, I feel like that show would, it would not be fair for a show like that to come out with everything else going on because we still have Hawkeye. Yeah. We still have Eternals, Spider-Man. I'm sure Venom. Hawkeye is going to be so good. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. I don't think it's going to be the best. So I think it's going to be okay. Uh, I honestly think it's going to be better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. If, yeah. Ca- if, if Falcon didn't become Captain America and Falcon Winter Soldier, that'd be I wouldn't even that would be the worst show that I've ever seen. Yeah, no, I agree <laughs> that nothing happened in that movie. Or that um, show. I think it's gonna I don't know. I just recently rewatched WandaVision, so it's my favorite out of all of the Disney Plus shows. I'd be interested to see where this one ranks. We'll see. We'll see. Miss Marvel comes out February twenty twenty two. That's exciting. I mean, Marvel has really just jam-packed their content that they are just going to be consistently coming out with stuff for the next couple of years. So that's good. Mm -hmm. I just realized that you posted more after this huge gap. So I didn't realize that the picture was here of that suit. Yeah, it looks a little bit better with the gold gauntlets. You thought I was just winging it? Did you say something from ancient Egypt? Because that's what I see. Well, I said uh, Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, it looks... It, is something it, looks, it looks significantly Persia. better. Yeah. It looks significantly better without the red. Yeah. But still, it just it's just a different colorway to his suit. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Dumb. Big surprise. A gasp, if you will. A Sinister Six project is reportedly in Sony's long-term plans for their Spider-Man cinematic universe. This is also... A headline from 2013 because they have been trying to do the <laughs> Sinister Six movie. I thought you were serious. For, I was like, what are we for fucking ever, man? Yeah. Like, when I saw this, as someone like breaking, there was some stupid thing on Twitter breaking news. Sony wants to do a Sinister Six movie. I'm like, yeah, man, they've been trying to do that for fucking 25 years. Like, yeah, good not, for you. This is not news. Anytime there's Spider Man success on Sony's end, they're like, we got to do Sinister Six, especially joker everybody loves joker we can have a whole cinematic movie about villains people care 
Well, long-term plans, I assume that's when Spider-Man, they'll, they'll make their own. Yeah. Spider-Man yeah. movies. Yeah. And then I also saw that it's not in here, but they're saying that Spider-Man Venom crossover, they've already sort of hinted that that's happening. I think we all are aware that they that's in their plans. Um, and then that's going to lead into Sinister Six, but it's just that, that just, it seems like they're just throwing darts at, at the wall at this point. Yeah. All these companies are trying to keep up with this huge amount of uh, connected universe that the MCU has. So yeah, that's why Justice League, even though they did this <clears throat> and that kind of failed, they have good actors, but they keep writing shitty movies, which is the problem. Yeah. We'll see how Aquaman does. Aquaman too. Um, but they, Sony, you know, they're just, they're like, well, MC, it's the same. Like whatever That's that lady's not. name that keeps saying that it's, oh yeah, the MC, we're pro- totally part of the MCU. You're not. And, <laughs> like piggybacking off. You're yeah. Like Kevin, Kevin Foggy's like, uh, yeah, nah. <laughs> Kevin Foggy's, Kevin Foggy's pretty coy with it because he's also like, can we get Venom? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like completely shit on you guys. And like, is there a possibility that we can get Venom, like work a deal out for us to just completely work, rework that character? Yeah. So we'll be nice with them. But, uh, no, those movies suck. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Uh, I'm not very hopeful for Venom too. Uh, I am seeing it next week. I got to, I bought my tickets today to see it next mm. Friday. Yeah. Because since my wife is gone, I can only go and see that when the kids are in school. So I'm like, Friday is probably the best day to do it. Friday morning. So we'll see. I will know very soon if I'm standing up at the end clapping. <laughs> probably yeah. not. Though. I'll probably fall asleep. Knowing me, I always fall asleep. I take a whole six pack, hide a whole six six pack of Red Bulls, and just like clang, 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 clang. I'm wearing like a. <laughs> Yeah, nothing to see here. Oh man, the biggest news and what I want to talk about with you really is that, <clears throat> and there's been so much misinformation out there with people that don't understand how copyright laws work. And I'm not saying that I am the expert, and they don't understand. Sounds like you are. They don't understand that Stanley didn't create every single comic book character in the history of comic books, which is so, so frustrating. Disney's Marvel is suing to maintain the copyright on multiple characters, such as Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Falcon, Thor, and others, obviously that aren't as popular. But it's a it's a well-known fact that Marvel and I think just comic book companies in general don't pay the original creators uh, that came up with all of these movies, characters that we love so much. They don't pay them anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think there was the guy that created Bucky Barnes. They paid him five thousand dollars. Thanks. But they would. But they would. They denied him access to the premiere of the movie Winter Soldier. <laughs> like they were like, no, man, you can't. You can't come to the premiere. Sorry, I know you created the character, but. Yeah, get get your ass out of here. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's a suit from Goodwill, man. I know you're on hard <laughs> times and we're making millions of dollars from your character, but you you, you got to get out of here, man. You, you smell. Yeah, you stink, <laughs> dog. Go eat your Vienna sausages in your station wagon <laughs> and, and, go, and go home. 
Uh, buy any sausages. Same same thing with Jack Kirby. There's a it's a big thing. Like everyone, I love Jack Kirby, and he's he had such a, a impactful role with all these characters. But since people, since a lot of these new fans are just fans of the movies, which there's nothing wrong with that. But they think, and they see Stan Lee in every movie, they think that he is Mr. Marvel. He created all these characters, and I would love to be able to clip in this Key and Peel episode where <laughs> where he goes in as, you know, Marvel, there's executives in this Marvel boardroom are doing their thing, creating these new ideas, and Stan Lee walks in, and he's just like, I got all these ideas, and he's like, starts listing up all these terrible characters, and I feel like that was Stan Lee's role for a, a long time yeah. in Marvel. Um, and so people just don't know that he 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 did do a lot. I'm not saying that he did. He did. But his main claim to fame are what? Fantastic Four? Fantastic Four. Not Spider-Man, even though he loved Spider-Man. Oh, I thought he was like half and half on Spider-Man. He did. He did. But it was Steve Ditko and him. Mm-hmm. They did it. But it's, and also, like, the way he created was like... I don't know. He was just like an idea man. Mm-hmm. He was just there. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. He needs to stick to shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I'm not crapping on Stanley. He did a lot. R.I.P. Good for him. R.I.P. That, that sounded that sounded really good for him. <laughs> R.I.P. He's dead. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it was a similar thing that happened with DC a few years ago with uh damn, what are those guys' names? Uh Schuster. Stiegel. And- yeah, Schuster and Siegel, right? Yes. <laughs> Steve Schuster and Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, the Kung Fu Master. They were trying to get acknowledgement, but you know, they DC and Warner Brothers just threw a bunch of money at them and then put their names at the end of all the movies, which I think that's really all these estates are asking for is like acknowledgement and a chunk of the millions and billions of dollars these companies are making off of these characters. Yeah, like, and and I can I completely understand wanting to protect your IP, but come on, man, Disney, <laughs> chill. You've got the yeah. money. That's the thing is they have the money. It's these like they do this kind of. Sh- they do this shit out of wanting, spite. These people aren't wanting to take these characters. These guys don't. So it's the Ditko estate. It's his brother, and he's basically saying like, "Listen, man, this is. I'm not trying to take you guys. I'm not trying to take millions and billions of dollars from you guys, but you guys." are making a crap ton of money and they didn't pay Steve Ditko when he was alive. And it's just like, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem fair. It's right. not. Well, um, that's one. that's all. I mean, it comes down to some of those things. You really have to be careful when you're thinking about like intellectual properties. If you're working for a business, you create it for that business, that business yeah. owns, owns it, whether or not you made that's it. That's true. That's true. That is true. And I think that's where their argument comes from. And that's why I feel like they have no real, this is more of like a awareness thing to make Disney Disney will do the right thing. Like what looks like the right thing, which is they'll just give them a bunch of money to drop it. So the new copyright terminations are from the estates of Stan Lee. He's in there. He's got to be in there. Steve Ditko and Gene Colan. Disney is arguing that these characters are ineligible for copyright termination as the works were made for hire, which was what you just said, which is the same argument they used against <clears throat> Jack Kirby, which sucks because like J- Jack Kirby is one of the ones that like built the, these characters. These it's a little different in my opinion because these guys built the foundation of like what Marvel is now. Yeah, 
rather than someone creating an offshoot character that no one cares about. Like these guys created the foundation. So I I think it's just a like an asterisk on I don't know. No, I, agree. I do and I I do understand. It is, you know, if you work for a company you created, that company does own it. That does suck. And but one such termination notice was filed to the estate. And people are saying that it's Steve Ditko's brother creating this thing and filing, but it's it's Disney that is filing this thing against Steve Ditko's brother. Disney's filing the lawsuit. Yeah. They're trying to be like, hey, you can't come for these characters, pretty much. Don't even try it. Well, I mean, they're the same ones that extend the copyright thing. So Yeah. So according to the termination notice, Marvel would lose full ownership of the iconic character in June 2023 uh, and shared ownership with the estate. That's never going to happen. No. Again, I mean, it's the same with like the, I mean, big corporation always wins. Sorry. Yeah, it does. It sucks. But for the people that are like, oh, man. They're being so mean to Marvel. It's like, listen, man, Marvel's a fucking multi-million dollar company. At the end of the day, they're going to always be fine. Yeah, I, I get tired of... Why You do not need to have loyalty with a company. Chill <laughs> really out. They don't, don't give a shit gonna, about you. They're going to always be fine. Like, I do love Marvel and DC. I love all these companies, but like at the end of the day, they're going to look out for themselves and the very top of themselves, like they'll cut the whole bottom half of their company yeah, they out. They won't even make comics anymore, just movies. <laughs> yeah, they don't give a shit about any your hobbies and your interests. They don't care about any of that as long as you're spending money for them. Mm-hmm. So they'll do the right thing. Or when I say that, they'll do what seems to be the right thing and they'll pay these kid people and they'll add their name to the, the very end of the credits that no one sits in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it'll go away. They'll and then they'll spin this and use this for publicity to to put out Spider Man. That's why they keep saying, even though it is characters like uh, Iron Man, Spider Man, Ant Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, you don't hear about anybody but Doctor Strange and Spider Man. That's what all the headlines are saying. They might lose Spider Man. They might like lose Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange's movie is about to come out and Spider Man's movie is about to come out. The, Disney will spin this shit to benefit them. Yeah. That yeah. evil man, that that evil mouse. I wish the Chuck. I, I, I don't want to write a web comic where Chuck E. Cheese is fighting this uphill battle to defeat Mickey Mouse. It's like a, it's like a hero's journey. Like Mickey Mouse is the ultimate evil, and Chuck E. Cheese and his animatronic gang <laughs> are like going through this treacherous, never-ending story journey to defeat Mickey Mouse. Does he even have a gang anymore? I mean, he did at one point. He had that gorilla on the drums. He had that weird Italian man that... Mario. Played the guitar. <laughs> They're all creepy, man. <laughs> uh, don't steal my idea. That's going to happen. <laughs> Pat and Penny. Yeah. Don't take it. Copyright. I will sue you guys. Tell a determination notice your way. Um, <laughs> what else? What you got going on, man? What's going on in the... Erotic toy world. Well, never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been messing. I got this uh, Muppets monster today. I love Mon- I love Dime- Muppets in general. Yeah, Diamond Diamond uh, Select monster, which is fun. It comes with like a full drum kit, so that's cool. Um, I got this D A M toys. It's damn toys. Uh, I got these damn toys. Got these damn toys. 
of his, his name is Gans Boy. That's the figure that I showed you the other day with the big like spaceship looking head. G-A-N-Z-B-O-Y. Um, he's got like a suit on. I just love those figures. They're super random. He's like that Fuel Man figure that I have where... Uh, I love that one too. Yeah, they're just like arty toys, but they're fun. 112 uh, cloth accessories, you know. But he's got like udon noodles and like a little cafe table and like an old ass 90s cell phone, like Zach Morris and a little briefcase and it's fun. And a mask. Like a like a medical mask. Mm-hmm. It's like a Japanese robot. Um so that one's pretty cool. Uh right now, well, you saw I, I finally decided to put our heads on some uh bodies that I have. They're GQ bodies. So <laughs> Oh yeah, they look great. Yeah. I'm I really am going to um and I and just for the sake I think it would look cool is I found this company that does these bobblehead sculpts. Like you send them a picture of your face and they do these like very detailed bobblehead bobblehead sculpts. And they would be like big head, but it would be like that spaceship man (laughs) figure that you've got. Like the head would be big on these normal size action figure bodies. And it would just be funny because it would be me and you. It wouldn't be like a... Yeah. It would be kind of like the... what In Saints Row 3... Mm-hmm. I think like when they rob the bank and they're on. wearing like big mascot heads. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to get those done, but it, and it would look more distinctly like me and you, and then like have pictures done like that. And it'd kind of be like a series. And then yeah. maybe we could sell an art book. An art book. I'm always, I'm like Walt Disney, man. I'm always looking for the So thing. you're evil and you I hate you. I am. I'm evil. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go sign the second part. <laughs> I'm evil though. I'm waiting on my Doc Nocturnal. Um, what is it? Crimson? Yeah, the Crimson Dog Nocturne. I thought you canceled it. I did not. I know you were debating it the other day. Nah, yeah. I like that character too much, and I could probably sell it. Maybe. I don't know. People Are seem you going to be... get any more of the damn toys, though? They don't release a lot, uh, especially 112. So, like, I had the... I did buy one from an individual, but he's being kind of sketchy, so... They have this this golden dog one that looks pretty cool. Uh, the cold dog one, where he's it's, got like it says, a. It says golden dog on here. Oh, but I mean, cold dog is the like minor brand. It's like cold dog X damn toy. Oh yeah, 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 cold dog. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that one, but it also freaks me out a little bit. Like yeah, the little dog creepy. with the human head weirds me out. <laughs> yeah, that is creepy. <laughs> and then they have this. Uh, Endless trip one that looks really cool. Is that the space guy? Yeah, yeah, it's like three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah it ain't <laughs> it happening. But there is another <laughs> I one. I didn't see. I didn't see that was three hundred dollars. But oh, anytime, anytime a toy adds a vehicle, it is immediately significantly expensive. Like oh, it, yeah. it comes with a spaceship. Yeah, that he does look cool, but no way. Um. There is, they are making like an Elvis one, King Pelvis, and he looks oh, kind of cool. Yeah. You got to get that off of the name alone. I have to look that up. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting that one, but um, at any rate, yeah, right now I'm just waiting on that. Let's see, oh, so the Moffex, uh Hush figure is in stock uh, on Big Bad Toy Store, which is fun. It's just the Hush figure. Um, from that uh, from that comic <clears throat> they're continuing that line so they're 
they've also updated pre-orders for the flight suit Batman and mm. they have Catwoman. Um, they have a couple Batman. They have the Joker that's coming out. So there's a bunch of stuff, uh, all available to pre-order on bigbadtoysore.com. Um, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, Moffex is my favorite right now as far as uh, premium figures. Yeah, they're really good, man. They were, I mean, they scale better too. Like they're good and they have some QC issues every once in a while. Still great, but they scale so much better with Marvel Legends and shit than SH Figure Arts, which is what I used to get. Uh, I love their paint. Yeah. They had a symbiote Spider-Man, uh, Black Suit Spider-Man. I don't know if that's new or old, but I just saw it. Yeah, they it just released really the pre-order for that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That looks really, really good because it has like that uh, five o'clock shadow, Peter. Mm-hmm. And it's like the little details that I like on things like that. It has uh, like the symbiote on his neck, mm-hmm. like cre- creeping up his neck. I thought that was so cool. And the only Moffex that I am tr- going to try to actively get is that uh, Ben Riley one. Yeah. And one thing I like about Moffex with like their black suit Spider-Man, they also did it with Venom, is that the the black isn't just black. Like it has a nice blue tinge to it. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how they do it uh with the paint, but it looks it looks excellent. And they're even doing some animated Batman figures. They just released pre-order for Joker from the new Batman Adventures when he has like the black eyes with the white iris. That's my favorite Joker. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's pretty much what I've got going on now. I haven't seen anything else that's like blown up. Ooh, they have Funko Pop cartoons. Uh, Dexter's Lab. and I do like Dexter's Lab, but I don't like Funko Pops. Yeah, me neither. Dumb. But Adventure Time. You know, it's hard when you like properties. You're like, you bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, what, that's pretty much how they sell anything, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's why I have the three that I have. Which ones do you have? Uh, I have Marceline with like the sun hat when they're talking to the door lord. Uh-huh. I have uh, one of my favorite episodes, man. Yeah, and then just Jake and and uh, Andre. I'm just kidding, fan. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> it's like Andre three thousand. That's a great pop, though. Yeah, uh, and that's all I have. They look like it looks like the. Super 7 Thundercats Lion-O will be coming out soon. So, hopefully... That one, looks, that one looks good. Yeah, I pre-ordered it a long time ago. Like, paid for it, paid for it. So, I'm Ooh. excited for when it comes out. It's just going to be delivered to my house. Yeah, it's crazy that you pre- that you could pre-order those things so far away. Yeah, it was like, not even... I even emailed them to find out where it was. It was like, yo. And they were like, oh, it's still under in production. It's like, all right. <laughs> We needed your money to keep the lights on. <laughs> yeah. One cool thing about Big Bad Toy Store, uh, just bringing that up randomly, is that uh, so I bought a Super 7 Metalhead, which I really liked from Big Bad Toy Store. And when I got it, the hip joints were kind of loose. So I emailed Ooh. them. And I was like, is there anything I can do about this? Because this kind of sucks. And they were like, yeah, we'll just send you another one. So nice. they just you sent me mail yours back in. Huh? Did you no, have to mail they the didn't. One that... Nope. They just sent wow. me another one. They said, do whatever you want to with the other one. That so, was great. Pretty cool. Pretty cool deal. But uh, yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, McFarlane did uh, reveal the three Jokers 
wave. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And I'm conflicted because we read the book, uh, and the book is terrible. Yeah, about the art by Jason Fabuck. It's Fabio. So good. The art was just so good. It was criminal how bad the story was. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm conflicted because I did like the designs of the characters, but um, and those some of those jokers look really cool, and they have a red hood. I saw. Yeah. What's weird is they only have two of the jokers mm. in this wave. So where's the other Joker? They're the old man Joker, right? Old man, and then like the classic, I think. Mm. Looks like the pussy yeah. bow. <laughs> I'm conflicted on on those, but uh, and McFarland toys are weird. You said. Oh, the clown. Yeah, the clown, the old man. The criminal, and then whatever the other the, one is, the comedian. I guess I guess they haven't released him yet. I don't that remember if that's comedian? what it was called either. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I was gonna say something, but I totally forgot. I think that's all we got. That's it. That's all I know. <laughs> Take a second to listen to these ads, guys, and we'll be right back. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, Simon Toast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. Are you on the hunt for great import collectibles for a great price? Well, check out SaviorCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. They have great figures and model kits based on your favorite anime, comic, or movie heroes. They sent us a 30-minute mission model kit, and it was awesome. These are from Bandai, and they're modular mechs and can be mixed and matched with awesome accessories, and they make great army builders. From Nendroid to Mezco, these are your guys. They even do customs. Check out XavierCalCustomsAndCollectibles.com. That's X-A-V-I-E-R-C-A-L CustomsAndCollectibles.com. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for listening to those ads. Uh, and as always, if you didn't, who cares? Yeah. Honestly. Just uh, it doesn't, buy all it your doesn't toys matter. through Big Bad Toy Store. Don't forget the yeah. ads. Do you want to talk about that at all, ever? We'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Well, it's not a- really... It's not really a thing to talk about. We're just not to talk about. Just it, it, we'll talk about it at the end of the episode. It's not like an official thing, but it's like a thing that we should, yeah, maybe reference. We'll plug it. Um, so we missed a thing. We missed a thing in our yeah. trending topics that we were going to talk about. Uh, the mm-hmm. what is it? The bubum, the dadum, the kakum, tadum, tadum. Uh, event showed off the intro to. The live action Cowboy Bebop, um, which we both love. So, yeah. uh, well, the, the the anime. We both love the anime. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, We're sure. tentatively, tentatively excited about the live mm-hmm. action. But uh, anyway, give that trailer. Yeah, our a expectations. Look. Our expectations are relatively low because anime adaptation, live action anime adaptions, tend to not be the greatest. Yeah, and the expectations should be high because again, we both love this show. The aesthetic, the characters, the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I love the soundtrack. Like it makes me like jazz, and I don't really like jazz. It makes it, you like bebop. Feel it makes me like bebop. Makes me like cowboys. I mean, it's 
it's and it's like one season. That's the thing. It's very rare that something like this is so short and so well done, so impactful to the all yeah. anime. It's because like you have One Piece, which is one of the most famous animes of all time, but it's you know thirteen hundred episodes spanning over <laughs> three decades or whatever. It's like so long. It's impossible to watch every episode. But this one, one season, and it's just, it's a, it's an anime fans, it's on their top five. It's on most anime fans' top five. Yeah, I don't know anybody that does not like Cowboy Bebop. It's one, it's like, um, I would say it's uh, Baby's first anime. It's complicated, it's got a lot to it, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people are introduced to anime. Like, if you want to get somebody yeah, it's hooked. a great intro yeah. yeah it's a great intro anime for sure yeah. it's what i recommend i do recommend yu yu hog show a lot but i i preface yu yu hog show with like it's it's old school 80s anime yeah i like that i like 90s. yu yu hog show because yeah i like 80s 90s anime more than new stuff and this is a sidebar guys i'm sorry but i just feel like we should talk about this because people say hey are you an anime fan and i'm like yes i am they're like, well, have you watched this and this and this? I'm like, dude, no, I have not watched. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I have not. I don't even know what you're saying. And it's like anime that's come out in the past five to ten years. I'm like, damn, I was an anime fan. I guess I'm not anymore. That was before <laughs> it was be. really popularized to have siblings fuck in anime. I think that's <laughs> yeah, really right. like we're on that pre. We're on the old school scale. Yeah, uh, we're hipster. We're anime hipsters. Yeah, before it got real weird. Uh, yeah. Giant because robots, I do, I, okay. Sibling giant robots, sex. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no. And like the weird young young chicks that are like obviously ten and thirteen, like hypersexualized. That shit's weird. And it's like, like, but they're four thousand years old, Lex. Yeah, they're four thousand years old, fourteen year olds. Like, no, I'm good, man. I'm good on that. If I usually if I see that in anime, I turn that shit off. I'm like, this is not for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which I mean, I did like Inuyasha, not Inuyasha, but I liked uh, Tenchi Muyo. Did you ever watch that anime? Yeah. Which was all yeah. about like weird sexual tension, but I was also like thirteen when I watched it. I didn't understand sexual tension, so yeah, that's how I got introduced to to all of that. <laughs> anyway, thank you, anime. Welcome to the section of the podcast where we review a trade. Uh, some people call it a trade review. Some people on this episode of the podcast, it's and we we never really talk about it, but Simon was busy with work before we uh, recorded and so we did talk about what we thought about this book we, we usually never talk about our initial response yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll even stop each other like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. leave yeah. it for the so review what i thought and and i get the hint that we might not agree on this one so very rare if you listen to the show often you know that we usually agree simon and i are two peas of the biracial pod <laughs> but <laughs> we're two little men in a boat yeah, and this one, we might disagree. This book, let's just let's just get into it. I'll start it off. All right. It was written by Matt Kind and Keanu Reeves. Strange. Yeah, okay. <laughs> strange. Starting off weird. very very strange. Art by Alessandro Viti. Great name. Alessandro Viti. The book is Berserker. I remember when Berserker was announced. It was announced as a Keanu Reeves book. Yeah. Obviously, he's the he's the name. And on they it. said Matt Kind. He's yeah. a great writer, though. They said, as an indie book, we can't afford vowels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Berserk, I hate. I do hate the name. But they came out with so many covers. And I, when I saw that Keanu... And I usually crap on speculators that buy things to flip. 
Flipper scum, I do hate them. But I was like, oh, Keanu Reeves is tied to this. This has every intention of being a show or a movie. Yeah. It just does. So I'm going to buy every copy that I can of, of issue number one. And I have multiple copies. Um, and I never read them until now. And I, that makes me <laughs> flipper that makes me flipper scum. And I apologize. Uh, I'll take that. I'll wear that scarlet letter. <laughs> yeah. Flipper was a great character, you know, so it's fine. He was. He was. I was going to try to do a dolphin sound, but I didn't. <laughs> and <laughs> Berserker is the book we're reviewing. Berserker issue number one. Discover the next blockbuster action franchise. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be a show. From the iconic Keanu Reeves in his must-read comic book writing debut alongside New York Times bestselling co-writer Matt Kent, who did... Folklores, which Simon and I both really enjoyed. He did Bang, which I want to read with Simon, but that might be for our only panels. Bang! Uh, which is our only fans show. And acclaimed artist Alessandro Vitti, who did Marvel's Secret Warriors, in a brutally violent new series about one immortal warrior's fight through the ages. The man, known only as the spot-on name Berserker, is a half-mortal, half God, he's cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his own sanity. But after wandering the world for centuries, Berserker may have finally found a refuge working alongside the well-trusted from everybody in the world, Mm -hmm. U.S. government, (laughs) to fight battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, Berserker will finally be granted the thing he desires most, the truth about his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. Before we start talking about it, I will say that was I'm going to give myself kudos for not fucking that synopsis up too much. I usually drop the ball way more. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Yeah, (laughs) he's been practicing his reading. Uh, I read that 17 times before we recorded today. That's why I was like, I'll start. There's one thing that I am going to have to uh, go against on this, and it's that the he is not known as Berserker in the comic books. Um, he's known as yeah. Ubuntu. <laughs> the, he is the, he is the operating system. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He is. You're right. They, they do not call him that. Um, way to crap on crap on my thoughts. Hey, now. That man, just, you did that a great was, job. That was a shock. Really was a shock. All right. So, issue number one. This is the initial reaction phase of our review, Simon. I don't want to know your initial reactions of the whole yeah, 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 book, yeah. but I want to know where you're at with issue number one. Uh, yeah. So, issue number one. First thing first, when he like he's jumping out of the helicopter to do this mission, it's like, okay, Captain America, that's cool. You know, he's getting shot a bunch, unfazed, punching people's faces in. Cool. Oh my gosh, cool. it gets instantly bloody. Like the gore is up there. It is, but it's not. There's something about the way they that do they, it in a, the way that they, they stylize it raw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The way that they draw it is just like whatever. Um, I don't like that he looks like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> like, because if it mm-hmm. is a show, Keanu Reeves is getting old, man. As much yeah. as I love Keanu Reeves, which I really do, I can't see, and I can't see Keanu Reeves doing this. Yeah, smashing people's faces in. I half. can't see Keanu like, Reeves punching a he- punching a hole in some guy's face, which happens in the first issue. Yeah, and the thing about the so another thing about the it's like this man going in you don't really know that he's immortal right you tell you can tell that he's unfazed mm-hmm. but he 
does nothing to protect himself. Like he's just getting shot. He goes in, he punches a dude through a window, mm-hmm. like goes in, does a backflip, kicks through some uh, a, a Jeep window or whatever, some kind of APC. He's driving this shit. He's going to fly, you know, yeah. gets his nose shot off. He, it's just crazy. Uh, he doesn't care and, about and himself. My, my initial view on it, we don't have a lot of context on the character, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, from the jump. My initial thoughts is like, oh, this is serious Deadpool. Yeah. Okay. This yes. is like, this is like, take out all the jokes and all the quips. This is Deadpool. He fights. He has. He knows that he's impervious to all these things. He knows that he's going to live, and so he fights like a person that knows that bullets don't affect him. That's a perfect description. It really is. Uh, yeah. So, so like Wolverine. Like, so like Wolverine. Yeah. So like Wolverine <laughs> without the claws. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, because he's just walking through these just like storm of bullets, and it's just like it's kind of gross. But he's so strong. He literally punches through a dude's head. There's yeah. a lot of eyeballs in this. Thank you. I was just about to say that. A lot of they eyeballs. Make a, they make a point that in issue one, he shoots a guy in the head and his eyeball pops out. It's like they make a point to put the eyeballs. And he, this is throughout the entire series. Yeah. He punches through a dude's guts and just pulls his ribs yeah. out, then stabs a dude with that rib. Yeah, that was cool. I'm usually not a really, I'm not a huge gore fan. I don't know. I, I will say that. Punches a dude's like jaw off. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. This was a little much shock for the sake of shock. Yeah, but you also see that you know he don't give no shits. Yeah, art style is Frank Miller meets Eric Larson, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it was it was very uh, early Frank Miller for me. Yeah. Yeah, with the rigid. I and I like early Frank Miller. I really do. I do. I. But I will admit, like, I don't know if, if it, and maybe it's because there's this big boom studios watermark. Okay, so we get, yeah, that was, I knew that it was going to be hard to get past. So we get review copies from certain publishers and we get an, because boom, because at the time of recording this, volume one of Berserker's not out yet. I mean, it comes out next Wednesday at the time this is released. And so we have a review copy, but it has this giant, watermark boom watermark across the entire thing yeah as to where you couldn't you can't send any pictures or anything to anybody yeah and i get it you know like it doesn't bother me that much but it does kind of i don't know yeah i I feel like i can't really see the artwork yeah there were a few times there were a few times where i was just like ah that definitely takes away from it Mm-hmm. Especially when it's like black silhouetted. Uh, boom! If you're watching this, forgive us. Well, you're not watching it because I'm not recording it. Ha ha! But it's like this page right here. It's like a black silhouetted page. Yeah. But then you have the boom, boom all the way through it, so it takes away from the silhouette part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, boom! Thank you for sending us this preview copy. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are actually really, really great to us. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I completely understand why they would want to protect their comic book. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of take away from it. Um, yeah, just trust us, man. Yeah, we ain't gonna. I mean, we only sent it I will to say, though, everybody. I was lost on what is going on. Yeah, yeah. Like I know it's like a it's like a wet works situation. He's dropping in to some <laughs> to some to some military situation. Yeah. But like in my head, like as I'm reading this, I'm like, what's going? Yeah, I get it. It's Deadpool without the jokes but what's happening in the story yeah 
I think it was written for like action junkies that like, oh, this is badass. He just punched a guy's jaw off, and they're not paying attention to the story. But for me, I'm just like, I'm actually, I want to know what's happened. Like, what's going to make me get the next issue? Yes. So another problem I have with the synopsis, we'll talk about later. But uh, with the initial synopsis that you say, mm-hmm. um, this issue is cool. I guess. Like, I need to see. My initial thoughts cool. when I was reading this is like, I need to see what the rest of this is about. It's a yeah. little gratuitous, um, but, you know, it is an action thing. It's cool to see him like, one, that he doesn't heal as fast as Wolverine or Deadpool. So he has like his hand as he, you know, pulled a pin on a grenade, it blew up, killed this mm-hmm. other dude. He's, you know, he sacrificed his hand for that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he runs into this plane to get the president of the whatever wherever they're invading, basically, um, he's like burnt to a crisp on one side of his body. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have a nose because it got shot off when he like dodged a bullet, you know. So he's pretty effed up by the end of this particular mission. Mm-hmm. Um, the and the monologue is seems like it's a romantic interest monologue. It plays it very like a romantic interest, but mm-hmm. then we learn that it's actually like a psychiatrist, uh, intro, like him having a relationship with the psychiatrist, or not relationship, but like a session with a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I like. I do like that aspect. The more that I got into that, even we'll talk about it, even though it wasn't enough, like it was way too little on that. Mm-hmm. This book is big on mystery, but I think it was too big on mystery. Yes, I agree. Um, after he does that, I agree. I'm with you. He looks gross. He's like a skeleton face, man. His nose is shot off. He's not healing instantly. Well, I don't understand the protocols yet. I also like, okay, so they bring him back and he seems like, okay, it's not a big deal to him to get shot to shit, but then he's hooked up to all this stuff. So in my mind, I'm thinking, does he heal naturally or does he get healed from, all this stuff that the U.S. See, government before that, before that, on the plane they give him this pill, and he says, "You did good, kid. Uh, time for your new protocol." Mm-hmm. I don't know what the protocol is. Yeah, is the does it make him forget? Does it put him to sleep? Yeah, what is it? Because it's the same. It's the it's the Akira drug that's on his jacket. Yeah, it, the- red, and, red, and, red and blue. As he he's like kind of asleep as they're operating on him. Uh, they put him on this table. They've got him hooked up to all this shit. They like cut off one of his fingers uh, for. Mm-hmm. It looks like they I don't know exactly what this is supposed to say, but it says clone. I think it's yeah. gene clone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're missing an E, whatever. So it says gen clone. Um, Obviously, the government's trying to make super soldiers. Right. As they always are. Yeah. But they've just got this dude all wrapped up and all this techno shit, I guess, to help. I don't know if it's to, basically I don't know if it's supposed to study him like it's all this stuff to study yeah. him as he heals or it's to, supposed to help him. I'm the same way because they wrap him, but then they wrap him in this like tech wrap, not yeah. like just regular wrap. It's a uh, tech seaweed. Yeah. So if they're like trying to study again, I'm with you. And then we find out that he's talking to a psychiatrist and their basis. She's obviously like. She won't let it go like, oh, hey, we're trying to help you, too. We're trying to help you. She says it like every conversation, like what we're trying to help you. Let's get to the bottom of they're trying to basically she her job is to find out the source 
of where he came from mm-hmm. uh, to, to help the recreation of finding more soldiers like this. Yeah. And uh, yeah. he remembers, he, he talks about having a perfect member. He remembers all of these things throughout his life, except those things, like where he came from. Yeah, he um, kind of shuts them out, basically. Yeah, and his whole beginning parts of his life. Uh, There's some weird but, things, because in this particular issue, she gives him a serum, he takes another pill like he took on a helicopter, and you start to think, like, is he being used? Which... That, it definitely feels like he is. Yeah, not just being used because he kind of, as we get deeper into the story, that kind of is the thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's been around forever. You find out that he's mm-hmm. been around forever. Um, So he's not stupid. It's no. not like they're, he's some naive guy. It's that, not like they're taking advantage of him. He's he there lost his as memory. well. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's, Weapon X. Yeah. He's there with full intentions on like, I know what you got. Cause he's mentions it. Like, I know what you guys are doing. I know that maybe you're just keeping stringing me along until you figure out how I won't get my answers until you create your super soldier. Right. And I'm things sh- like that. Like he knows on, the deal later on. He, he mentions, which I thought was great. She said, we're, we're looking to cure you. And he says, I'm sure that cure won't come around until you figured out how to clone me. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about issue one, though. Just a brief moment. The kid gets shot in the head. I was just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He connects with the kid because it's like obviously his childhood watching his dad or whatever. But then instantly the kid gets shot in the head. I'm just like, oh, what? Yeah. No witnesses. I guess it makes sense. I'm not in the military. I'm sort of a pansy when it comes to stuff like that. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's like she gives him the drug and then he remembers and this is the first time he remembers like deep, which is weird. He remembers being born, which no one remembers being born. That's weird. Some people, there's some people that claim, That's and you know what I call he them? Remembers, Liars. <laughs> he remembers being bored. He remembers biting his mom's nipple off. I don't know if he bit it off. <laughs> I mean, she's like, "Ow, you bit it." it, it I'm, you looking at it. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. It's weird. Uh, I remember being born. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be kind of an indication of how fast he grows. Because he's, I remember being born. He has teeth. And he already has teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fucking creepy. And that was a good cliffhanger. It was a good cliffhanger to have like this uh, military mercenary type thing going on. And then you're with the cavemen sort of, not colonizers, but like cavemen sort of characters. Yeah. Stone Age. Yeah. 80,000 years ago end of issue so it was good i mean it was a good cliffhanger if i was i'm moderately interested i would pick up a second issue yes yeah at this point i would i uh, to be honest like the intro to the art while i do like frank miller Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine what art would go with this better um dan mora anything honestly (laughs) dan mora did uh who did? Dan Moore did Once in Future. That's what I was about to say. So I almost said Once yeah. in Future. Yes, Dan Mora. Dan Mora does anything. He did a he did a variant cover for issue number one of this, and I was like, I'm instantly buying it because it looks so good. Uh, as soon as it went up for pre order, it sold out, and the next day it was like two hundred fifty dollars, and I was like, oh, I don't like it that much, man. I don't like this book that much. Yeah, flipper scum. 
I was like, if it was a book that I liked and it was Dan Moore, then yes, $250 makes sense. But like, I don't even like this book at this point yet. Yeah, not enough to spend $200 on it. So Dan Moore on this, oh, Dan Moore on anything. He's my, he's one of my favorite. Yeah. And at that point, I mean, you might as well see if you could get like an actual piece of art. Cause $200 is a lot. Yeah. If you like, you could buy a regular piece of art for that. So you could probably, I bought, um, I bought once in future number one last week. Cause I didn't have it. Uh-huh. Uh, I got it for 25, which is a steal. Wow. Yeah, which is a steal. So I'm glad I got that. I have every other issue. But usually if Dan Moore is on a book, I get it. Yeah. I would get original art from him. He's just, he's good. I like you just lines. have to kill him. So it's worth a lot more. Yeah. I just have to um, trace his lines and make my own artwork and be like, I am Dan Moore. Like, uh, like, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Son. Um, that did his own Don manga. Junior? Huh? I'm just I'm kidding. I said John Romita Jr., but I was joking. You're talking about Osborne, son. Yeah, no, not Osborne. Uh, Kiss. Oh, yeah, the lead singer from Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. His son traced uh, one piece. Yeah, what a prick. Yeah. Kiss. All right. Take, take it away. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember that it was like a cherry Dr. Pepper commercial. Dad, it's um, not a kiss. It's It's not a kiss. It's just a kiss <laughs> of cherry flavor. I don't know why I, I remember like, that. Anyway. I like Kiss. Berser- <laughs> Nobody liked Kiss. Berserker issue like two. Be- sidebar. <laughs> I like Kiss because Kiss took full advantage of like everything they could. So yeah. there was like Kiss crossovers with like everything. <laughs> like Kiss saves Christmas. I, that, that may not be a real thing, but it was like in family guy yeah no it's not a real thing but they did kiss saves christmas but you know like they did capitalize as much as yeah they're marketing like as the demon like the as the makeup guy yeah their marketing is great to be like a heavy metal band which is like it's not a heavy metal band though i know but i'm saying like to be like the image of a heavy metal band like that's their thing yeah it's the opposite it was like a marketing yeah they play like soft rock music um at the time, wasn't even hard rock. And then <laughs> yeah. they moved into disco, like gross. Yeah. And uh, so that's, I applaud them for that because who cares, man? Get that, secure the bag. Yeah, get that, secure the bag. Get that dough. <laughs> um, so, Berserker, Berserker, issue two. Berserker. U.S. government doctor Diana Ahuja, Ahuja <laughs> seeks to unlock the mysterious bees' memories. Lifetimes no, it's bees. Bees, memories, lifetimes of violence and tragedy like no one else who has ever lived that began with a fateful decision in ancient Mesopotamia. But is Diana here to help him, or is she serving a darker agenda? Next time. She works for the, <laughs> she works for the U.S. government. 100% she's serving a darker yeah, agenda. Yeah, the U.S. government has never been like a good guy in a comic book. Listen, listen. I'm, we're not doing this. This is not a political podcast. We never do that. But if you know Simon and I, you kind of know where we are on, on our stances. I don't hate the U.S. government. I live in the realm of the U.S. government, and I have a really good life. So I'm not going to shoot the U.S. government down. I'm just saying yeah. they're not really known as the good guys for people that really know <laughs> about what they're doing. Usually in this – especially in this situation – She's serving a darker agenda, mm-hmm. for sure. It's no question. Yeah, 100. This issue, before we talk about it, I want to say I this was a what the fuck moment <laughs> in this issue. 
Yes. Uh, I was just like, I had looked at it like three or four times. <laughs> like, oh, like when she gets impregnated you, by lightning? You wrote, you wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm an uh, illustrious writer. I don't, not that anything like that, but there's a panel in this, or there's a, a page in this where to create Ubuntu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she prays. So, a little bit of a backstory. His parents or a part of this Stone Age village that gets destroyed by a tougher camp every two seasons or every season or whatever. Oh, yeah, like every growing season. Yeah, they lose all half their crops, they lose half their people every time. And they're just like, we need a weapon. We don't have weapons. We don't have the ability to fight them off. We need to pray to the old gods. They do. The old gods show up. Yeah, they, said, we she basically you. takes a bunch of shrooms and veggies, smokes them. Yeah. And the old guy said, we got you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and this lightning god just gets in there, man, grabbing booty cheeks and just, like, impregnates the shit out of this lady. Yeah. First of all, before you even, before you even go to that page, she's praying, she drops the bowl, He's outside, like, mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. He, you you see lightning creep up through the ground, under her legs, spread up into her legs. They show a picture of her uterus, and then it gets electrified. Yeah, that like I, the 3D image of her uterus was a lot. Like, we get it. Like, all of the, this whole, these whole one, two, three... Yeah, the this panel, so we're at the bottom. I'm doing one, two, three, in. That's good. But then four, five, six, those those panels didn't need them, really. Yeah. No, that, we got the I would have been good. Yeah, I would have been good with like four, but like this, maybe five. Four. Let me get out of the light focus. Yeah. Four, where the lighting's creeping up into her vagina. That's a little much for me. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you go from lightning entering the cave, and then you got, she's sitting there, and it's aiming, you get it. Like, you get yeah, it. Yeah, you get it. But no, it goes one silhouette into the vagina. Yeah, we got next nips panel. Now. Next, yeah, next panel, full-on 3D image uterus electrified. Yeah, which is how I and like I'm, my uteruses. Yeah, and I'm just looking at this and like, oh, okay, that's it. We're not going to get any more graphic than that. No, full on she's mushroom getting, sexy. Yeah, she's getting humped and pumped in this second dimension. Dimension. Yeah. Which I did nipples, like. The background was lightning. Cool. Yeah, it was like a fucking old school rock album or rock music video. <laughs> yeah, it was like an Asia album cover. Yeah. And then you got this lightning god grabbing ass and just like giving it to her, like, "Oh, you want a you want a weapon? I got a weapon for you." Yeah, boom, boom. You got boom, Jamie Foxx Electro, Jamie Foxx Electro, <laughs> just giving it to this. Lady. Really? Yeah, that's pretty close. To, that's a good description. Um, and then they go back to the hut, and she's pregnant. Yeah, well, like she no wakes up. Asked. She wakes up, and she's six months pregnant. Yeah, no questions asked. She's pregnant, has the baby two seasons or whatever yeah i don't know i feel like there were some questions but at the same time like she <laughs> prayed so whatever then he yeah. then he bites off her nipple and then bites off her nipple yeah uh, so a lot of the people in the hut don't really see him as a god or whatever he might be as special but then he pulls a 
a burning log out of the fire without being hurt. Um, yeah. Which is a big deal, I guess. And then that he, it kills like a wolf. Yeah, he kills a dog. <laughs> and basically it describes that the reason he's berserker, he just has this like war-like tendency. Like he can't. So he has like a, so I, the way I looked at it, it was sort of like a zombie, zombie hunger. So he talks what, about it. violence. It, well, he yeah, he equates it to like a hunger, but the opposite. Yeah. Where like if you're hungry, you have to eat a lot. But when he gets hungry, quote unquote, he has to let this rage out. And yeah. I guess that over time, if he doesn't do it, it just builds and builds right. and builds. Like overflows. And you, and you notice it with like his eyes going blue because like when he bites his mom's nipple off, he doesn't do that. We're just saying yeah. he's there's breastfeeding blood and there's and... blood. <laughs> his eyes are blue. When he hunts this, when he kills this wolf, his eyes are blue. It's like his berserker mode. Yeah, when he kills this couple of people in his village. He see these he sees these kids playing like a recreational game of like Mastodon stickball or whatever. <laughs> He's like, Oh, Bye. you guys think you're tough and just like kills he kills them and mutilates them. Yeah, uh, man. Smashes then, this dude's face in and rips his arm off. They try to hone his aggression and rage because they don't understand it. They're cave, they're cave people. They're dumb. But they try to train him to like sort of focus it like, oh, go kill animals because we could eat that shit. You know what I mean? Go fight a bear. Yeah, fight a bear <laughs> in a pit. And he does. He jumps in the pit and he fucks that bear up, man. It's crazy. Eats its heart, I think. That's weird. Or its yeah, butt. <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> yeah, is. It's, it's like his kneecap. <laughs> um, but yeah that's the same thing like he doesn't heal instantly now he's getting bandaged by his mom and his dad's kind of a piece of shit we don't, I don't know if we learned that his dad's a Fucking, piece of shit yet but. yeah but he's a ginger so he is also yeah. like <laughs> I'm just like also uh, so we move in like his whole thing is that he's a weapon but his mother protects him so much that she won't let him be a weapon and yeah, she doesn't want him to be yeah he doesn't he's not allowed to let the berserker out. So he accidentally kills his like combat teacher. Yeah. His dad. So the people, the enemy comes to rave, raise the city. They're coming to get their crops. Rave the city. (laughs) (laughs) But, and the dad's like, yeah, send that motherfucker out there. He just killed a bear. (laughs) Send him out there. Yeah. He can take a few pokes. And the mom's like, no, he's not ready because she's, developing like a maternal attachment she gave birth to him that's her son whether it's redhead's son or not that's her son yeah jamie fox isn't around so she needs to protect him <laughs> just like black like cats, I said, he, man it's, it's <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> jamie jamie fox just living that stereotype uh, uh, sorry <laughs> like you said though he doesn't get that rage at so he kills his teacher on accident but his dad sees it as like an opportunity like oh shit you're ready if you killed the guy that's supposed to be teaching you you're good uh, go hit some rocks, I guess. I don't know. This like next montage is him just like smashing rocks. He chases a cheetah down and rips it in half. Mm-hmm. Jesus, man. That's what I do with all my I cheetahs. Do, I do like the... I don't understand the drug that they're giving him, but I do like the conversation between him and the psychologist. I like that the most in this book. Yes. Like... She thinks she's really, really smart, which she is. She's a psychologist. She went to school. She is smart. I'm not saying that. But she's treating him like he's dumb. But he knows he's full. Like you mentioned earlier, he's fully aware of what's going on. 
He's like, yes, these are, I've been alive for thousands of years. Like I want to the option to die. I don't have suicidal thoughts. He mentions that in the first issue. He's like, I don't have suicidal thoughts, but I would like the option to die. Yes. Uh, and he's like, this is that I'm using you guys more than you're using me. Like governments fall, people die all the time. Like you guys are insignificant. And the first issue she mentions, like we've been together a year. We make so much progress. He's like, does that seem like a long time to you? And she's like, yes. And he's like, oh, it's not. It's like, it's (laughs) not shit. Yeah. Basically it's like, whatever happens isn't going to matter to me. Yeah. He's like, you guys will die and I will still be alive. So like, well, this is entertaining for now. If I, yeah, maybe I'll get a chance to die. Why not? And if not, (laughs) you'll die and I'll try again in a fucking thousand years. But I don't understand the drug that they're giving him though. I would like to know a little bit more about that. Because they show it because they show him throughout the centuries of like him being in like a old school mash <laughs> mash the TV show camp. <laughs> oh right, yeah. <laughs> As the guy in the dress. It's like so I don't mean to be disrespectful, but like that's what I think about when I see that is mash the TV show. <laughs> and uh yeah, they just show him going through all these different years of technology, like being the same thing for the US government. Yeah. He even even when he's like at this camp and they're just stabbing him with things like I've been poked and prodded a million times. Also stabbed by spears because that's how they yeah. check my blood. That's crazy, man. And as a kid, they finally send him out to beat this tribe up that's attacking his camp and he fucks them up. I mean, rips these these poor horses, man. He runs with these horses like they're nothing. There's several times where they use... Uh, uh, I don't know if this is a biblical reference, but there are several times where he uses, much like the eyeball, I've seen this at least twice, where he uses the jaws of a horse as a weapon. Mm, like he fucks up a horse, rips its head off or whatever, and then uses its bottom jaw as a weapon. Oh, I see that now, yeah. He cuts with these guys like they're made out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Like they're snowmen or something. He's ripping through these guys, and it's like effortlessly almost. It's something really cool to to me. I don't know why, but I've always loved, and and this is another reason why I really thought it looked like Frank Miller is the arrow sticking out of his back. Like I always think that's yeah. a cool, yeah, image. It reminds me of the old Wolverine, yeah, uh, image, Enemy of the State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, and I do like that. It is gory, but it's not. It's not like Invincible Gory where it's like guts and blood. It's a, It sort of has like a... I mean, it is, but... Cur- it, it is, but it sort of has like a Kirby Crackle vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. It just does. The most like, you I see know are like eyeballs and like bones. But you know what I mean? Like Invincible is like they make sure to show every tendril and drip of every yeah, yeah. rip. This one's more of this like complete explosion. Yeah. Exactly, like he explodes people with his punches. <laughs> but he's not really supposed um, to be super strong, right? They, they don't really say that they never he is. talk about it, yeah. I guess he does like crack a mountain with a hammer. Yeah. And he did rip a cheetah in half yeah. as a kid. I mean, I mean, whatever. I've done that. I've, yeah, I've ripped a phone book. <laughs> he's ri- Yeah, he's done all this and he says this is the last time he's felt happy. And these are things that we're talking about 
his past. And these are things that he's just now starting to remember after all these years. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom and his life with his tribe before having a purpose was the last time he was happy. Right. Yeah. That, let's see. Why I think not? that's what. Yeah. Okay. I'm about to start chapter so, three. Yeah. All right. So the shocking history of B is revealed as Diana digs deeper into his memories. Meanwhile, the mysterious Caldwell makes his next move to take advantage of this information and put his master plan into motion. I will say 100%, if you're listening to this podcast, you've never list, if you've never read this book before, these synopsises, synopses are mildly um, misleading because the Caldwell thing is very brief. Yeah, barely anything. It's barely anything. It's not as sinister as the synopsis may have seemed. Um, in fact, I didn't even think about it until... It's just a dude in a chair. That. Yeah. I guess it's sinister. <laughs> People that own chairs are very sinister. What do you think about issue number three? At this point, we're learning that his dad is using him as a weapon. Less as a... His dad doesn't acknowledge him as a son. It's more of the tool to take over environment or other camps. Yeah, so at this point, I feel bad for him because he he's he's asking his father a lot, like, did I do good? You know, did I do well, father? Like, I've destroyed all these people. Did I do well? He's seeking yeah. his pro, uh, his father's approval, but his father's like, yeah, you did, yeah, whatever. We've got one more mission. You know, he, he like, he mentions to his mother that, they call me Unute or whatever. I'm making that up. Mm-hmm. U-N-U-T-E. Is that what I am? Just a tool? You know, it's like a tool or a weapon or whatever. Everybody calls him that. And even mm-hmm. his teacher calls him a dog at war, a dog of war at, at some point. So right now he's having like an identity crisis. Yeah. And he's a still like a kid, kind of, if you think about I mean, it. He's probably like two years old. He's grown up like he was a man. Very, very, very early. And and his dad's using it, using him under the guise of like protecting the camp. But it, he's weirdly like, uh, these guys are really rich. It's just they like affect- the USA. Yeah. <laughs> We've got they, to protect they're... our freedom by attacking Afghanistan. <laughs> well, he was like, hey, these guys aren't even a threat to us. They're not even close. I mean, like, they have a lot of money. Yeah. So they're a threat to us. And it was like, Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it's a little bit of a like a Babylonian vibe because he yeah. attacks this kingdom. They're still wearing like loincloths and furs, and it's like a real legit, you know, agrarian yeah. kingdom society. And he kills everyone, women and children, everybody. Yeah, because There's- again, he's he's reaching. He wants his father's. Uh, approval so he says my father said no one lives and so he kills the entire city but then he's also coming realizing other things because he's like I don't remember being in the cave when I was born which is weird or when I was like made which is that's weird he's like who is he who is he said he who is my father they gloss over it they never talk about it again he's having that real identity crisis he doesn't want to be a weapon anymore and Mm -hmm. his mom's like she's having a mom moment. Like, okay, well, I'm going to try to fix my son however I can. Weirdly, he's talking to his dad again, and then you see this red lightning strike. 
and the dad knows what has she done. It's blue lightning whenever he's created. We see this red lightning. I don't know if that's significant at all. I feel like it has to be because why would you choose yeah. a different color? Um, and then they just immediately don't reference it, which I kind of liked that they didn't. It was a suspenseful moment, right? Yeah, I mean, other than the father, and we know because yeah. we've read it, like what has she done? Yeah, they don't really explain that much until you know a little later. At this yeah, point, yeah, they go back into battle again. Yeah, and then we get like a flashback to the present where. Caldwell, this is the moment that you see Caldwell and then he disappears. <laughs> but yeah, because he's basically, it, and it's not even a very good exchange. They're talking about what's going on his particles, the lightning strike, and he's just like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to, you know, we'll be able to pinpoint something from where he is off of the information. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. And, and a little bit of a callback to earlier, you know. The doctor asks what the mother mixed, you know, what concoction she made before she prayed because she, they yeah. they want to they want to get everything right to make this happen again. So, yeah. what did what mushrooms and vegetables, whatever, did she mix together and smoke <laughs> before she yeah. went to the cave? Where's the cave? You know, they're looking yeah. for all these moments through his uh, memories, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. So it's really misleading. The synopsis is really misleading because we only really see Caldwell in this one page. Yeah. Well, and the only other thing that I feel like is as is of note is they're coming back from another wet work uh, in Chile. And, yeah. you know, the guy says we took four KIAs, like the main guy. And basically, Unute says like sorry man they got too close which and he's in a berserker mode so he killed his own men yeah he just can't Four of he them. can't stop himself and this time they gave him two protocols yeah adjustments i don't know man i, I wish i knew more about that that's the issue yeah it's opium it's opium it's akira akira <laughs> i can all right Tom, take it away Hold on, let me get there. All right. Get there. Berserker, issue four. What secret in Berserker's past holds the key to his immortality? The last piece of V's tragic origin and the fate of his parents are revealed as Diana continues unearthing his memories, prompting a new mission in the present day. Will this one unlock the mystery that is, is his existence, or will B be cursed to wander the earth forever? I like that the synopsis calls him B. It's like a cute name. Yeah, hey B. Yo B. So this is the last issue in this volume. Usually volumes are usually trades are five to six issues. This one's four. Yeah. They really are one of our com- complaints, not complaints, one of our gripes with books or, or trades that we review <laughs> are that they the words. <laughs> complaints with books that are too many words. <laughs> one of our complaints with trades are that Stories will write for the sake of a giant arc. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know this book is going to be fifteen volumes. Right, I'm writing fifteen volumes and putting them out. This is very much that. Well, what's funny is this is supposed to be a twelve issue miniseries. We'll see. Yeah, which is another weird thing that they stopped at four, so they're going to make yeah. three volumes. 
Um, they should Let's have see. gone to six. Yeah, should have gone to six. This needed more. That's one of I will just say that without giving my opinions on this. This needed more, right? Because this issue felt rushed. Yeah. Well, and, and at the beginning, like I I said, I would wait. So at the beginning, your synopsis says like this talks about his past a lot more, a little bit, but we're only talking about his family up to this point. Like we've only talked about his basic origin story. Yeah, not any other. eighty thousand years. Yeah, not anything else. Uh, so at the beginning of this issue, it basically starts out like the doctor is kind of going back recording or listening to recording she took of his story, and he's talking about the his mother and father having a conversation, and about that whatever whatever she did to appeal to the gods and. She got something out of it. Um, like some sort of statue. Yeah, I can't really tell what it's supposed to be. But either. Um, she says this is the end of his suffering. Basically, probably what would kill him. And the dad's mm-hmm. like, nah, man. And he throws it into hey, the well. Hey, Tom Brady's that into the freaking Babis. The bear pit. Yeah. And then he rolls up like, hey, what happens? And he's she's going to tell him. And he's like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, we've got time to talk about this forever. This thing, this issue fast forwards like a lot because they're like, for convenience sake, they're like, hey, I know you guys are about to have a meaningful conversation that can resolve a lot of stuff, but they're attacking. Yeah, something's <laughs> happening in this valley. And they go to the valley to attack, and the son listens to his dad that he knows is not his dad because he still wants his approval. Don't and we all? It's a, tra- it's a trap. Yeah, we do. It's a trap. They get fucked up. It's hard for me to decipher who the tribes from the other tribes. I think really what I notice more is that the they try to make the rival tribes like savages, essentially. Like yeah. They have like tattoos on their heads and you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. They start they they lose a lot of troops, but then Berserker goes Berserker, Wolverine style, and starts ripping people in half. What he does? Yeah, he punches people through their chest. He kills his own person. He does. Yeah, standing right next to him, he's like, "We must go back," and he punches him through the chest. And his dad doesn't even give a shit. He's just like, "Listen, go home." Damn, his dad sucks. Yeah, they get home, and it, it was basically a ruse to uh, get them away from their house so or their village. And you're right. I did not notice that this is the second time that he uses a horse. Yeah. He, a horse head to kill somebody. He rips a horse's head off, then rips it in half, then, then kills two somebody. people with the pieces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I never noticed that. That's funny. It's not funny. <laughs> well, and I say it's biblical because I believe that's... Um, oh, come on. The big strong guy cut the hair. Not Solomon. In biblical, biblical um, story. But, uh, Don't try to out me as an uh, agnostic right now. To the masses. Biblical horses symbolize war, power, and glory. 
nah, I'm not doing that. I tried to look. <laughs> it was like it was like Joel Osteen was like, "Hey man, you're muted. You're muted. You're muted." Yeah, why didn't you tell me that? So Samson, I didn't hear what you were. T- I was looking for a biblical thing. I wasn't looking at you until yeah, I'm I- telling you. So Samson uh, uses a jawbone from an ass. Ooh, as a weapon. Okay. Um. Samson's cool. Yeah, Samson. He gets his haircut. So I thought that was a I thought that was kind of an interesting it definitely could be a reference to Samson. As it in, has to be. Yeah, something well, and I, I kind of like these stories like this where it's like a time traveler, someone that lives forever, and they are important characters throughout time that the legend uh-huh. has been kind of skewed. So yeah. I could kind of see yeah, that. Yeah, Samson was like the character in Luther Strode, too. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, His mom dies. Fucking sad. Yeah, man. His mom dies. Still looking the only fine. Person that, the only actual person that knew who to end his curse died. Right, and it's that same, like, I knew it was going to happen. As soon as she was yeah, cut off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And the dad... We know the dad sucks, and we know the son has sort of feelings towards his dad. Yeah. Would you take the mom out of the picture? That yeah, the, the one he actually cares for. Yeah. The son turns on the dad in every situation, like any situation like this, Stone Age. Now the son turns on the dad, and he's like, um, "We deserve this," and he walks away, knowing his dad is about to get murked. Yeah, he just leaves the situation. Yeah. No one his dad's about to get murked. His dad gets killed. We, the crown, the statue, whatever this is, it's really hard to tell. It looks like it honestly looks like a claw, like a lion's like claw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's what. But it it's also kind of looks like like a Valkyrie helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind a, of. It's a lot of things. It's a, it's a weird thing. Whatever it is, and this was the part that got me. I was really emotionally invested in this. I don't know why, but it maybe it's like mommy issues. I don't know what it is, but like he, his mom just died and these people are here and they're like, well, we're going to kill you now. Yeah. This guy can't die. Now but, you die. But he wants to die because his mom, the only connection he has to the world really is dead. And uh, so he just takes it. And like, stone faced doesn't even like have a pain reaction to the getting eviscerated yeah they scalp him they cut his limbs off they like you said eviscerate his teeth out (laughs) fucking yeah he's just like this gross mass of destroyed person and they never really established i can only assume that he doesn't feel pain they don't can't yeah they don't really show any that he feels pain well and the only reason i think that is because like i said when they're they're all grabbing him and stabbing him in multiple different ways, he is legitimately just like stone faced. Yeah, and even when he's a kid, when he reaches into the fire, like he doesn't react. Yeah, and in the first issue, when he's getting shot, but there's no like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, it's just like eh, whatever, I'm taking it. So he's like a pile of gush. Yeah, yeah I'm just a amorphous blob of person in in the desert. Um. He gets picked clean by vultures, and there's like a pile of nothing there. Somehow he remembers, right? Yeah, this is weird. And then he 
he like hatches out of a ground egg. <laughs> he becomes a cocoon somehow. Like that, yeah. it, it, that's a that was a little too much of a jump for me. It was like Morpheus blob, sun goes down, cocoon. <laughs> yeah, that I agree. I uh yes, I needed something to kind of bridge the it's gap. It's like one little like did the earth? Does the earth? Yeah, because uh, this veiny turd bring pops back? out of the yeah. <laughs> ground. Does the earth bring him back? Do the gods recognize that he needs to be brought? Like what? What is that? Even, There's just that one disconnect for me. Even when he sprouts out of this little egg, he's like a gross. Got, yeah, this little skin guy with a little bleeding. It reminds me out. of like the X Men movie where that guy comes out of the ocean and he's <laughs> yeah. like. Pieces Senator Carrie, what? Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's got a little... They made sure to put that wiener in there. Yeah, they did. It looks like he laughs and then cries. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, too. Uh, she's... This whole time, she's... I guess she's listening to this, and she's recounting... Or she's just, like, feeling all of the emotions. Which is even crazier, because this guy... Remembers dying... Being eaten yeah. by vultures and then being born again. Like, yeah. All of that he remembers, which is crazy. He goes, to, she goes to his house at this point, and she's basically like, listen, we need to talk. I work for the government, so I'm evil. Um, <laughs> no drugs. Which, my thing is like, that's the thing that you're talking about. How, how significant are the wires and all that stuff to the, to him? Like how they have I, him hooked up. I kind of feel like it's just like, again, he so it's doesn't care healed. because he's immortal. He does not care. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, oh, you guys might have the option to give me my death. Then I'll entertain you guys for now. Yeah. So but you'll die and it doesn't really matter. Like he's kind of coy with them. Like it, none of this really matters. Yeah. Even him going on missions is just another way for him to let out the berserker. So he doesn't care. Yeah, Because he's because when he's in the chopper, he's just like kind of like days like this is just going through the motions, which is a weird thing to go through the motions about like murdering people. But like that's his thing. It's like, ah, whatever. And like you said, he gets to let the berserker out in these situations as a means to an end, possibly. Yeah. But he knows he's immortal. He knows even if he's killed, he'll come back. So, uh, yeah, yeah, like the drugs. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll drink it. Whatever. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. And she's like, no wires, no drugs, no science, just me, you, and the truth. And he's That's like, a gr- because I was in, I knew this was four issues in the volume. And mm-hmm. I was like, how are they going to hook me into getting the next one? And this is, to me, it's interesting enough to hook me into the next one. Yeah. The next five has to be really good to hook me into the series. Because it's just yeah. like, okay, well now I, I kind of want to know what the background with the, the industry is. And that's the end of it. The covers are great. Oh, this is the Dan Moore cover. Uh, I can't, I'll just look at it. I'm yeah. To... It's good. It's good. I'm looking at it right now. It's so good. I like the Raphael grandpa. But it doesn't really look like yeah. his style, which is interesting. He does all, yeah. He does all the A covers, I think. I like my Raphael Grandpa. This John Boy Myers cover, very Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, I know Kung Fu. Dan Mora also did issue number one, third print. Ugh, that guy is. 
That guy is gold, man. Oh yeah, that one's that one is a better cover. Protect him at all costs. That guy is gold. Let's talk about this. I don't like the second Raphael Grandpa. Issue one, like fourth print. I don't like a lot of the Raphael, Raphael Grandpas. Mm, don't I'm not impressed. By his by his covers? Not me either, because not I'm such this. a huge fan of his. Yeah. Oh my god. His Wolverine story in Strange Adventures. I don't know if you've read it. It's genius. It's so good. I've just seen a lot of his work. And it's I so like all of his work, but I do not like this. It's so good. And this is watered down. Yeah. Let's talk about it. What do you think about it overall? Overall, I thought it was gratuitous. Um, I'm interested in the story. I'm interested That's in... That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, like I'm interested in his background and like his nonchalant, like he is this immortal person. He doesn't care anymore. He's like a non-caring vampire. It's like, yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I appreciate that. Um, But there's a lot that I... Yeah, this is definitely a Samson. So, like, sorry. The additional artwork by J.G. Jones is Samson, 100%. I'm going to... Hold on. What issue? Uh, Well, it's 141. Oh, page 141 artwork. of 148. Oh, they did a sad Keanu cover. That's great. They did a yeah, the, yeah, that one's great. I want that one. Um Yeah, that one's really good. Uh but yeah, no, I don't know. Like I I'd like it. I want to like it more. Yeah, I'm with you. But at the same time, not enough like too much happened and not enough happened in in this volume. Yes. Yes. There's a lot going so initially, on, but I've initially, learned nothing. Initially, Simon asked me before we started, like, hey, what did I think about it? And I was like, I liked it. Because I did. I mean, I, I genuinely do. But I also feel like, like you said, I like the story enough because I do want to know what more about his character. I do want to know more about the government's, what what is the government's endgame? Because they don't really say it. Obviously, they're experimenting on him and all this stuff. I would like to know that. And it, for me, the next volume is what makes or break this series for me. Because there has to be reveals in the next volume or it's a waste of time if there's only going to be three volumes. Um, I'm interested enough for that. I did. And I liked it for what it was, but there was a lot of, it was a lot, but not enough, yeah. which is a weird thing to say. Did you read issue five? I did. I did not. I did not. I want to. I was going to read it. It came out Wednesday. I didn't read it. So we also have advanced issue five. <laughs> I did. I, well, I downloaded all that today. Oh, okay. Uh, and so like I downloaded the <laughs> volume one I'm, and issue five. And that's so why I just read volume one. I'm telling the people. We got the hookup dogs. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I, I've got to say like reading issue five, it's cool. But it still doesn't do a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I didn't really like it that much. But it was more because it was like, oh, yeah, strong guy. You you know, uh, what the fuck is this movie called? 
John Wick. John Wick, yeah. You know John Wick? What if he was immortal? We're going to put <laughs> yeah, that in a comic powers. book. Yeah. 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 Um, there's a, this is this is this that they're gonna make a movie or a show. This is what I'm feel like. I feel like this is gonna be a movie or a show. There's something there. There is something there. There is something. Matt Kent is a okay. I mean this and no disrespect. And Simon and I review these books with no disrespect. They're genuinely our critiques. And Simon and I at this point, 117 episodes in, wrote we're critics. Jack. We're critics. So. I feel like Matt Kind was hindered by writing with Keanu Reeves. Probably. And I love Keanu Reeves. Like he's a, he, watching interviews as him just being Keanu Reeves. Like I, do. I like Keanu Reeves a lot. And for years I said, I don't like Keanu Reeves, but I genuinely, oh, he's such really a, he's like just Keanu. a dude, man. That's why I like I him. I genuinely like Keanu Reeves because for years I said, I didn't like Keanu Reeves. I kind of like hated his soul. Maybe it was like the whole matrix thing. I just hated. He's his also not thing. like the greatest actor. He's not. And I know he's not. He's Bill a, and Ted was his best movie. Keanu Reeves, what was it? Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah. Excellent adventure. Keanu Reeves is Bogus adventure, it's an amazing avatar for someone watching a movie. So if you think about uh if you think about playing a video game like Legend of Zelda or uh Halo or whatever, silent uh-huh. protagonist, you are that yeah. character. Keanu Reeves is the perfect actor for that. Like he he says saw, three words and you, that's it. Keanu Reeves was in that movie with uh, the Asian guy from Ant Man and WandaVision. Uh, what's his name? Ah, yeah, I I don't know what his name is, but I know what you're talking. Damn about. it, uh, Asian Jim. Yes, he was in a mo- a Netflix movie with it, rom com with him. Did you ever watch that one? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. It's so good. And Keanu Reeves is in it. And Keanu Reeves is so good in it. Like, I feel like when they don't try to typecast Keanu Reeves as this iconic actor, when they don't make him like this iconic figure, and they just like let him kind of do his thing. In comedy, more times than not, it works better. Well, that's where he started, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm saying. In comedy, more times than not, like that's kind of his thing. And he's so good in this movie he's such a dude bro just, man that's what i love and I'm just like and i'm just like this is this i do like keanu reeves yes i do i like keanu reeves because i feel like keanu reeves would wouldn't sign on to do a movie like that like a netflix exclusive movie if he was this quote-unquote iconic actor no i love him because he's like, like i like it he owns a motorcycle company he loves motorcycles he loves music so he's in a band mm-hmm. not a good band you know and not to mention the good keanu reeves memes like giving up his seat on the subway for a lady. Yeah, he's like just a sweet dude. Giving a dude his sandwich. I kiss he's him like, on the mouth. <laughs> yeah, he's a I'm good saying. guy. I like him. And it, it's like good for Keanu Reeves because Keanu Reeves himself in an interview was just like, that's just like a, I'm being a normal person. It's like it seems that because I'm like a Hollywood actor, that these are like these big deals, but. I think normal people do that stuff all the yeah, time. It's yeah. not that weird. I even like if you've seen not that weird to be a decent human being. All the listeners out there, go watch like the Between Two Ferns interview with oh, yeah. Re- like it's not the funniest one, but it's great because I feel like it it's good. You know, like it mm-hmm. he's just being himself. Yeah, Between Two Ferns makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I feel like there's a little bit of truth to everything that happens in that. Uh yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. So we're done fangirling over Keanu Reeves. But I kind yeah. of agree because we, you know, we have read Mad Kent. Um, Folklords. So is really good. It's almost like he was credited, but he could have been a ghostwriter. You know what I mean? Like he was a ghostwriter, like, but they credited yeah. him. And Keanu Reeves was like, yeah, this would, this would be cool. It would be cool if like he couldn't die and his mom was like. I can just imagine, like those are his ideas. He is the Miyamoto that we talked about earlier. Like he comes in, he's like, "What if he couldn't die and then leaves?" Yeah, and like, have you ever seen Deadpool? It would be really cool if we took all the jokes out of Deadpool and made him all the jokes. I don't want to be funny. If this is a movie, I don't want to say any jokes. Think about, think about Deadpool meets The Matrix. Keanu Reeves, we love you. Please invite us out to your next movie screening. We would love to go. We're huge fans. Yeah, for I really am, and it's weird. I would love to just go to your motorcycle shop. Yeah, which we should just go and just like pop up. Yeah, you love it's California, right? I'll just go there. We could go to California. It's not, but you said that with like no, I know, yeah, sarcastic inflection. I'm saying like we could just go there. Like just go there. I'm making this huge deal. Like, oh yeah, is Keanu here? (laughs) Because we're specific. I don't know if you guys heard episode 117 of the Wednesday (laughs) Pulls podcast. Uh, We (laughs) talked about Keanu and. Let's rate this bad boy. I'm interested to see your score on this because it doesn't seem like you hated it. It does not seem like you hated it. I don't hate it, but it it was not your favorite book because you I you like folklords. I remember you like Matt Kinn's folklords. Yeah, I guess I don't feel like anything happened in the end. Does that Nothing make sense? Happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you said it the best. A lot happened, but nothing happened. Yeah, I want to know more. I don't know. It's so hard to describe. I didn't hate it. Definitely didn't hate it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I think you I got. I think I got mine. You want me to, oh, you got it up on if, the screen. If you got, if you got yours, you can go for it. But I think I got mine. Let's say I'm just gonna give it a stab. I'm gonna stab the toast with the butter knife. I'm gonna say A5. Um, A5. I five. Um, I liked it. It okay. was tasty. Um, okay, had a good crunch to it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I could do with a little bit more. And I'm 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 curious to see. It's a it's a weird book because I'm with you. I could do a little bit more, but I could also do a little bit less. Yeah, like if I left it in there a little bit more, would I like it more? Or maybe it would have been perfect, just a little bit less. But I feel like they were relying on the gore too much. Yeah, the gore to me. I've said the word several times because it's my big word of the day. But it was For gratuitous. Sense. Uh, gratuitous. <laughs> and it, I'm going to give it, but it wasn't like. Sorry to interrupt. It wasn't gratuitous, like like you said. It wasn't invincible. It was just like, oh, yeah. here's an eyeball. It was gratuitous, like yeah, the I thing would about draw. Invincible, the thing about Invincible was like, um, whole and I love Invincible. Before the I am Invincible, his hipster. Before the hype for Invincible I liked was it way before. before. And you guys could check the dates on the podcast episodes. On slide your slide your glasses up. I don't know if oh, you know. <laughs> how much I talk... I think every episode until the show came out, I talked about Invincible. So you can check the dates on that. But the thing about Invincible is it's like a wholesome comic book trope meets shock value. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like Superman meets like the worst. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, real well, life shit. Superman, like, like old school Superboy. 
Uh, like yeah, very yeah. wholesome, like yeah. saving a cat from a tree meets bloody horror shock. And I think that's the formula that works for that. And for this, I'm going to rate this an I2 or J2. 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 Uh, I think it's a perfect toast as far as like, you see that yeah. white part underneath that's not toasted at all. Yes. It got that. I got that not toasted part, but then I got that little too toasted part up top. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested in this. I, I like it. But I, again, if I was going to have, I like to think about these reviews and like if we were going to get like a blurb on the trade, what would be our quote? And my quote for this would be mm. too much, not enough. Yeah, that's it. Not really. Yeah, I mean, Simon said it the best. There, we got a lot, but we didn't get anything. Yeah, there's, and that's it's that's kind of how I feel about it. So, we reviewed it. It uh, it took us a while, but we got there, and uh, I'm excited. <laughs> so yeah, for those of you who don't know, we spoke for about an hour. <laughs> yeah, outside of, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking at the, like the recording time. I'm like, well, it's not that bad because we genuinely that mid time was talk, <laughs> talked like for a hour. long time. Um, if you want to check us out, go to our website wednesdaypool.com. You can find all of our links there. I think that's just like the general way to do it. We're working on some things. Some people have asked me, are we going to take a hiatus in December? I think we might. Yeah, the holidays get kind of rough, but. Just because it is. Maybe we'll do like a outro episode the first week of December. Actually, let's talk about this real quick. No. December, we're taking December off. Let's make the proclamation right now. I will be in Colorado the first week of December. Uh, the last week of December, Christmas time, I'll be at Disney World. Mm, we're going to Disney World for Christmas. So... Um, we won't do that, but we will, like last year, spend December working on some things. Uh, we have some plans. We're trying to figure out some things. It's going to be really good. So it's not going to be a total waste. I'm excited for it. So go to WednesdayPool.com. You can check all of those things out. Go to the About Me section specifically, and you can find links to Simon's Instagram, my Instagram, my TikTok, Simon's TikTok, all the things on that About Me section. Yeah. Uh, also... We, every book that we review, we put for sale on our Amazon shop. So you can go through that. Um, look for, so we will soon have a Big Bad Toy Store link specifically for us. It'll be yeah. in our description on uh, Instagram, but we'll probably throw it on the website too. Yeah. Go through that if you want to buy some figures. If you see something that I've made, and I'll post more on our uh, on our Instagram of things that you can buy or things that I'm excited uh, that are coming out, go through there, pre-order, find something that you like. They have literally everything. They, yeah. they, We're not sponsored by Big Bad Toy Store, but we it advertise. does help us if yeah, but it does help us if you use our link. Yeah, we advertise through them. Also, if you're on Facebook, we have recently bought on a guy named TJ to handle our Facebook stuff, and it has been going so well. Weirdly, I did not have any hopes for Facebook. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. They've both been going very well the past few weeks. So if you happen to be one of the people that are still on Facebook, 
join those. We'd love to have you on those conversations. And uh, we're circling the drain, so we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, we pulled we pulled the drain out. Yeah, we and we now really did it. We, really we are circling. It. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.